Bernie Radio, 103.9 FM, just after 9 o'clock. Good morning. Coming up at 9.30 is Building Texas with Justin McKenzie. But thank you for making your appointment to hear this inspiring show, God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. GodandOurDogs.com Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show leave us with a deeper understanding of Christ's love for us, our value to Him, God's purpose for our lives, and belonging to His family. Our own dog stories even come to mind, revealing aha moments, and help us see scripture in action with our dogs and God. Go to GodInOurDogs.com and sign up for insider news so you can catch all the updates. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs pages on social media. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube. Thanks to our host, Tusculum Brewing Company on Bernie's historic Main Street. A great place to enjoy family, food, and Tusculum craft brew. Tusculum Brewing welcomes our dogs, too. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Cynthia Parsons Commercial Real Estate, Cibolo Family Medicine, Frost Bank, and T. David Phillip, CPA. Our guest today is Rod Townsend. Rod is a project manager and owner of Go Healed Firearms Training, specializing in safety and security training for individuals and law enforcement. Best of all, his dog would introduce him as caring and sometimes stubborn. Welcome, Rod. We're so glad to have you. Hi, Meg. I hope that's the way he referenced me. <laughs> it's good to have you. Good to be back. Well, and as you referenced, you've been on our show before, and it was, it was the only show we've ever done that didn't talk about dogs. So I'm glad we're here to talk about dogs. If listeners want to be inspired and remember in a very reverent way all the sacrifices made for us on September 11th, you and Pastor Waters did a fabulous show for us a few years ago when 9-11 was actually on a Saturday. And it was really awesome. And we appreciated you being here. No, we really enjoyed doing it. I uh, reflected back on that not long ago. And I tell you, we're, we're so blessed to have Eric or Pastor Waters yeah. as, our, as our pastor at our church. We get to enjoy him weekly, uh, multiple times a week. We encourage anyone that's looking for a church home. St. John's has is, is got the doors wide open for you yeah, and, and you'll be amazed. definitely awesome. He's great. And if anybody wants to look it up, it's on the God and Our Dogs page on the Listen tab and it's show number 105. So Rod, let's talk about dogs. All right. Okay. I like puppies. Yeah. So um, you had a dog growing up. Tell us about your dog. I did. I had this little uh, this little Chihuahua. Dad brought her home one day. Her name was Bootsy, a little brown and white Chihuahua. She was a she. She did a good job imitating a uh, martini shaker. That, that that dog just shook all over the place. But other than that, it wasn't your typical Chihuahua. It was very calm and very very uh, very chill. 
wasn't aggressive or yappy. It was just a really cool, like, Matthew McConaughey spin on a, on a chihuahua, if you will. That's interesting. But, but yeah, we had her until uh, I was probably 12 or 13 years old, uh-huh. and, and, and she passed away with complications of heart, heartworms and, and uh, left, a, left a big hole in our family. I bet. You know, we take for granted um, so many of the medications that we have right now, and they weren't available always, were they? Not at all. And we would have absolutely taken the precautions had we known. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's really sad. But we're really, we live in a blessed time mm-hmm. to be able to take care of our dogs in such a wonderful way. Well, you had other dogs in your family that came to you in a very unique way. Tell us about that. Yeah, God bless my mom and her patience. Uh, so my dad was a, a small-town barber in Alvin, Texas, uh, ran a barbershop for 42 years and, and developed a very deep relationship with his regulars. And, and a lot of times you'd get a, a bunch of older gentlemen hanging out in there. There was a, a beauty shop right next door, so it was kind of mirror image. You'd have the older retired couples pull in together, split up, go inside their, their appropriate hairstyling facilities. Uh-huh. And, and those relationships grew over time. And as inevitably as one of them would pass, um, dad would just kind of take it upon themselves that, that uh, he, would, he would take in that dog. If that dog was a burden to the family or perhaps not a burden, but, you know, there's a lot going on when you lose, a, lose an older person. There's a, mm-hmm. a challenging time in life. Right. And maybe the spouse is elderly and maybe they weren't even capable. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. when it was necessary, dad would take in one of those dogs and... With little upfront warning, Dad would just pull in the driveway, and some little dog would hop out, and well, congratulations, you got a new puppy. <laughs> uh, and they were typically a little older as well, so we got to be there for the for the latter part of their lives, the the, uh, the end portion of theirs, which was tough but rewarding. Taught us a lot about love and welcoming and and supporting families that needed it, and they did very much the same thing for us as well. It wasn't one sided at all. Yeah, well, that I love what you said. Um, when we were talking about this before the show, you said you really admired your dad for showing such deep love and respect for people to care about their pets. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, he would find ways of doing that. A lot of these folks, um, he would go, they were shut-ins. They would go, uh, uh, when they couldn't get out and about, he would go and and, and just befriend them and and uh, cut their hair at their home or at their at their convalescent center. Uh, he found ways to continue to show respect for these people that had shown him a great deal of respect over the years. To him, it wasn't uh, it wasn't over even at their passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted to continue to honor that that relationship that he had grown to love with them. You know, so many times we think about hospitality as being a big, big thing, but hospitality is really important to God, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, what can we learn about the aspects of hospitality by looking at those rescue dogs in your home? Well, I think that, you know, we think about hospitality, like throwing a party maybe or an event at the house, and let's make people comfortable for a short while, and we'll put on a big show for them and all that stuff. But I think when you truly open up every moment, every day of your life, and love that that individual or that pet in everyday environment, just like you would your own sons, your own daughters, your own pets, it really... There's, no, there's nothing hiding there. There's nothing fake. It's as absolutely mm-hmm. as genuine as you can be when it comes to showing compassion and caring for others. Yeah, yeah. And I mentioned the fruit of the spirit earlier. When you're with someone that intensely, you really have to think about what you're doing. And um, hopefully it becomes natural to you mm-hmm. that um, you have that uh, love and compassion that you said. But also it takes a lot of patience 
Very to, much so. To adapt a new dog to <laughs> your family. Old dog, new tricks, right? Yeah, uh, and that's not know, easy. <laughs> getting them to be comfortable around us. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, that wasn't a big transition for them. They were just were so chill. And, mm-hmm. and, but us learning them, you know, with Duke, we got him eight weeks old. So we, we grew to know each other yeah. in, the, in the same pace at the same time. Yeah. Well, so before much. we talk about Duke. Yep who's your current dog, I want to take a little break and tell you and our listeners about one of our sponsors, and that is Kendall County Abstract. Kendall County Abstract has been our family's title company for 60 years. Whether a simple or complex transaction, Kendall County Abstract provided our family and our businesses with the best service in both real estate closing and title insurance. Kendall County Abstract will do the same for you. When you need a title company, Ashley and the Kendall County Abstract team are there to serve. Call 830-816-2131 or visit online at kcac.net. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, the Rivers team with Phyllis Browning, Kendall County Abstract, and Tusculum Brewing. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, godinourdogs.com, including my blog and the sign-up for a weekly thought to ponder with stories based on my dogs on the Want a Treat page. You can also listen to those thoughts to ponder Thursday mornings at 745 and 845 on Bernie Radio, 103.9 FM, or the Bernie Radio app. Check out the show webpage for our newsletter, updates, and resources. That's GodInOurDogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. This is Judge Kirsten Cahoon, and you are listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Joining us today is Rod Townsend. Rod is the pro- is a project manager and owner of Go Healed Firearms Training, specializing in safety and security trainings for individuals and law enforcement. Before the break, Rod told us about his childhood dog Bootsy and aging dogs rescued and loved by his family. Welcome, Rod. Hi. <laughs> We're so glad to have you. I'm glad to be here. Well, you told us right before the break, you spilled the beans, your dog right now is Duke. So tell us about Duke. What kind of dog is he? Duke is a cockapoo. He's uh, probably seven, just over seven years old and uh, came to be in our family when I, I guess my wife Amy realized that our girls were no longer as cuddly as they used to be. Uh-huh. And she really wanted that little couch potato to sit next to her and, uh-huh. and curl up on her. And, and so one night at church, she walked up and showed me a picture of this, this pup that she'd seen on Facebook and... And next thing you know, I'm driving to El Campo to get him. And that, oh. well, I don't regret it one bit, neither does she. He's been yeah. an incredible addition to our family. So how long have you had him? Oh, goodness, since he was eight weeks old. So, yeah, seven years. Yeah, seven, seven years. Wow. So you've seen him grow up. Very much so. What kind of personality does he have? It's kind of a mirage. He changes, I guess, who he's, who he's around. He, he and I have a lot in common. Um, I'm not sure what I think of that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't you're, know. You know, you're once a Marine, always a Marine. Right, right. So, yeah, this guy is very vigilant. You know, he is always on the watch for that marauding deer that may be in the yard or that, or that you know, potentially harmful UPS driver. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he is he's ever vigilant. But he's also pretty cool, too. He just he lays around like a big old fat cat until it's time to turn it on, and he, did, and he does. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, 
he kind of morphs to the person he's hanging out with at the time. If I'm upstairs working and, and on a rare occasion he's not laying on the pillow next to next to my feet, uh, he'll be downstairs hanging out with, with my wife and the rest of the kids and, and following them around as housework's happening. And, and if not, he'll if, when, when that gets too labor-intensive and too tired for him, he comes back upstairs to the easy work. <laughs> hanging out with you. That's huh? it. You're, you're the brains and he's the brawn. Uh, I don't think I've ever been called the brains in any <laughs> any relationship. <laughs> well, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Well, thank you, you for that, by the way. Mark <laughs> well, it down. Good, good. I, I'm glad I was able yeah. to accommodate there. So you said that you know he he's kind of chill until he knows he needs to turn it on. What does that mean? Um, so I guess that's just kind of a reflection of of my personality as well. I try to be pretty calm and. And uh, but Duke has taught me a lot of a lot about. Well, he's, he, I guess he's showing me how far from calm I really am. I'm, I'm very much a workaholic. I'm 100 miles an hour, no matter what. And but I think when I look at him, he he can he can hang in there right along with me for long periods of time. But then I see that it's important for him to go chill out and just turn it off for a while. Oh. That's a good that's a good reminder for me to to uh, hey look, there's more important things in this world than work and, and volunteering and it's it's family, it's mm-hmm. relaxing, it's self meditation, it's your prayer time, uh, your devotional time with God in the morning. So I, I do enjoy that when I look at him, he's either he's either moving a hundred miles an hour or he's hit pause when it's absolutely necessary. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, you know, that's a really good reminder because sometimes we can lose our focus real easy. Very much so. If you're running your own business and anybody that, that has ever done that knows that you're never really off, it's very much like being a mother or a father or a housewife. Or a, uh, it, it, you, there's never a day off. It's seven days a week, 365, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get lost in that. Duke's a good reminder of, hey, man, hit the brakes a little bit and just chill out. Yeah, yeah. So he really has a, a big focus on what's happening in your family. And we all need that re- reminder sometimes, don't we? Yeah. And one thing I really love that you said, too, about his character um, is that when he turns it on, he really helps put things in perspective. He just has a good day all the time. And sometimes, you know, we need that reminder from our dogs. Man, how lucky would we be? If, if we had that in us, and, and I guess some people do, I don't, but you know, I'll, I'll tend to look at the, the, the downside of things and, and I have no reason to, to be negative in that. I've mean, had a pretty, pretty good life and, and been richly rewarded with the blessings that I couldn't even begin to count. Still, I tend to default to the negative a lot. And, you know, this dog never does. And, and I think most dogs never do. I, I once heard that if you were to ever lock your spouse and your dog in the trunk of a car for an hour and come back, only one of them is going to be happy to see you. Now, and I don't know why anybody would ever do that, but it doesn't make it less true. Duke is always joyful to see uh-huh. somebody, whether yeah. he's seen them over the entire span of his life or whether he just met them. It is always very exuberant and just... Mm-hmm. I really wish I had that in me, and I, yeah. I, I don't want to take that lesson from Duke. Mm-hmm. That to, to always, no matter if it's a brief passing or a longtime friend, always, always, always make them feel like that moment is the most special part of your day. Yeah, that is such an awesome insight, and it also this, your whole story also makes me think about um, what you told me is one of your favorite scriptures, which is Philippians four thirteen. I Very can. Much. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And sometimes we lose track of what what's important and how, how Christ really can strengthen us, right? Right. You can go to that well anytime. I mean, 
we've talked about it on the uh, on the 9-11 episode that we did a while back, that he's always been there. He always will be there. There's there's no reason to ever doubt that. And But yet, the devil's going to throw things out there that make us doubt it continually. Don't forget it. He's always there, no matter what. We can do all things through Christ who, strength, who strengthens us. And it doesn't matter what challenge there was in my life. I know when I handled it well, it was because I, I laid it in God's hands. And those times that I struggled, I thought I was man enough to take it all on my own shoulders. And, yeah. and, and very quickly found out that that wasn't the case. I wasn't. I need God, and and God God will always be there, and always has yeah. been there for me. Well, and I th- I think that's kind of a trap that a lot of us fall into. God doesn't call us to be self reliant. He calls us to rely on Him, and that's what that scripture is all about. Sure. And I, and I was raised, you know, I was raised in a small town and, and by a man in a very much man world, you know, stereotypical man world that we grew up in the 70s, 80s, that kind of thing. So it was about self-reliance, small town, constantly working hard and uh, never a time to turn it off. That time to turn it off, it's not really a time to turn it off. It's a time to, to lay the true burdens, the ones you're really especially working hard on. Lay those at the feet of God and, uh-huh. and watch how simple they become. Watch how easy and how how. They're not monumental at all. They're so easy when they're put in perspective by, mm-hmm. by God's presence. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think about who actually wrote that um, scripture was Paul. And golly, all of the adversity that he faced. So many times we forget the context that things are written in. You know, that we just pick out a scripture. But we forget who wrote it and what they were dealing with at the time. And we can really relate to them as people because life is not easy. It's not easy. And, and, I, and when we look back, when I look back on some of my harder times, I find that they weren't as challenging as, as those around. You know, when I find an opportunity to complain, to complain and, and I do it quite often, sadly, if I just pause for a moment and look left, look right, there's always somebody, you know, not far from my mind that's having a worse day or dealing with worse situations. Uh, the loss of a loved one or, or medical conditions or, or, or financial hardships or any other thing. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't had that challenge yeah. to, a, to a matter that I could, that I could actually complain about it. There's yeah, no. yeah. And, uh, you know, so many times we get that perspective, as you said, by looking back on things and seeing how they work together. And even though it was really crummy at the time, there's some good that came out of it. Very much. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing I love about Duke is that he, he gives that joy to remind you and actually help you, like, model yourself after it. I love that, uh, that insight that you had. I, my dad used to say that what he loved about Bootsy was when he said, hey, let's get in the car. No questions were asked, like me, me and my knothead brother. Well, Dad, where are we going? What are we going to do when we get there? How long are we going to be gone? Is it going to be hot? Do we all these things that we find reasons to question? Bootsy just went. Yeah. And uh, and when I fire up the tractor, that dog is on it. Doesn't doesn't care how long we're going to be in the heat, what kind of work we're going to be doing. Just no questions asked, ready to engage. I love that about them, and I always finds the optimism in in anything that we do together. That yeah, this is gonna this is gonna be hard work. We're gonna be outside a couple hours, and this dog is 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 right there. Doesn't care. Doesn't uh-huh. care. This is going to be something new for them, exciting for them, something out of the norm for them. And, and it's crazy how on the flip side of that coin, I, I look at new opportunities with a little bit of hesitation. Man, that's shameful. That, that ought to be something that we just open our arms and welcome. A new opportunity, uh-huh. someplace, to, something to learn, something to do. I think we ought to welcome that. Well, and I, I love the picture of that because he's going because he knows you're leading the way, right? And so when God calls us to do things... Sometimes we feel like, 
I don't know about that. But we forget he's leading the way, yeah, right? Why, why are we hesitant? <laughs> he showed us so many times we have no reason to be in the toughest of times in my life. It's been right there. Yeah. All of a sudden, today's going to be different? No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's really amazing. And sometimes we can learn some negative things about our dogs, too. You know, like maybe sometimes it's not the best time just to lay around. <laughs> Tell that to and do. be easy, no. <laughs> you know. So they need to look at you a little bit and say, "Hey, what do I need to be doing right now?" You know. Yeah, knowing when to turn it on. That's mm-hmm. that's you know, I, you know, get up and grind. I guess is is kind of the mantra of my day. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of the things you mentioned too about Duke was how he treats everybody the same way. He's always happy to see people, always happy to be with people, and. So what can we learn about how we should be joyful in relationship with that? Well, I think it's exactly that. And that I don't know of too many reasons why we shouldn't look forward to, to meeting another child of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe there's a, there's a history there where they rubbed us the wrong way at one time or we, we did them. Uh, but that doesn't mean that that's not an opportunity for redemption and to make things right and to, mm-hmm. and to you know, get back in God's, well, not get back in God's graces, but to but to emulate what he wants us to do. Right. And, and regardless of, of what that past was, it's a new day. I mean, right. take it with, take it with the, with a great deal of excitement. It's an opportunity to, to praise our God. It's an opportunity to glorify him. It's an opportunity to show him that we truly do have the heart of, of Christ's child. Mm-hmm. When, when we treat others the way he is, he's commanded us to treat them and, and expects us to treat them, but we so often don't. Yeah. And you know, it, it makes me think too about, we always think that everybody's having a good day. You know, not, not everybody's always having a good day. So that experience that you had with them may be related to something you have no clue at all, about at all, but you're taking it personally. And our dogs don't make that judgment, do they? Not at all. Not at all. And I'll tell you, that's something I, I really gained from, from Duke. Uh, you know, they don't, they don't issue empathy in Marine Corps boot camp. It's not something that I have with me a lot. And... As I'm getting older, I found that kindness and empathy is probably the two things that I've that I've not shown on uh, when I've had the best opportunity, most opportunities to do it. Duke never misses a chance to understand that you know hollered at me for climbing on the couch and I'm not supposed to, but Dad's had a rough day. Dad never does that, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I can't believe I just said Dad in on the air. <laughs> He's my dog, <laughs> not my child. Anyway, well, that's true, but you know, it's I've had a lot of people say that. So don't feel like you're He's alone. He's my son. Who am I kidding? Yeah, Who am yeah. I kidding? We look alike. We, we, our yeah. breath is the same. So. Well, you know, time goes so fast when we're talking about two favorite subjects, God and dogs. But before we leave, I want you to tell us a little bit about Go Healed. Tell us what you do. Oh, okay. So we, um, you know, it started off just, um, just as a way to put money aside to put our kids through college. So we started teaching license to carry about 15 years ago. Um, and... Uh, very few places that I've seen uh, God's presence and, and blessing uh, you know, any more than in our own business. Uh, that has grown over 15 years. We've been blessed to train over 15,000 customers anywhere from wow. from civilians that just want to you know teach their children hunter education or basic family firearm safety. Uh, they're licensed to carry, and then most recently we've gotten into uh, oh just about three years ago. Uh, the security side of it. I was in Marine Security Forces back in the day and, and, and have a, a strong understanding of, of embassy and, 
and facility security. So we've started offering those and, and, and you know, everybody knows the times that we're living in. Yeah. Um, security is, is front page news most days. Uh, so we offer uh, security assessments for, for businesses, homes, um, schools, churches. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at now. Yeah. And, well, you're right. It, it's a shame to think it isn't something that's needed, but it's better to think ahead than wish you had. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm very proud of our community for for uh, for doing that. Our churches have uh, have they've really done a good job of 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 being a place, a safe place to worship, while being an open and welcoming place to worship. Mm-hmm. And and having worked with several of them in this community, they have done an outstanding job. That's that's great. So, how can somebody find you, Rod? Um, we are on the web at www.gohealed.com. G O H E-E-L-E-D.com, and we're on, we're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Rod Townsend, thank you for joining us I today. really enjoyed it. Thank you for the invite. Before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Our dogs show us the importance of role models in our lives. Who are we imitating? What inspires our energy? I, po- I ponder. Would life be better if we pray that Christ will be our role model? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at GodInOurDogs.com. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Westward Environmental, Wagmore Pet Resort, Complete Computer Solutions, and Covenant Pest Control. This is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and social media pages. Sign up for insider news on GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective, God and our dogs, God and our dogs.com.